Blog Talk Radio. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Ann Ortley's Weekly Weather. My name is Ann Ortley, and this week is August 2-3, August 23rd. And I'm an astrologer here in New York City, and I'm sitting at the bright red desk on a little bit of an overcast uh, Sunday, doing the show a bit earlier today because I'm trying to uh, pay attention to when my body has energy as opposed to when it doesn't. And uh, I have some stuff I have to do this afternoon, so I thought, let me do it before the stuff I have to do this afternoon so that I make sure I get the podcast out there rather than, because uh, when my body is done these days, it goes, and we're going to bed. And I'm like, okay, body, what do you want to do? You want to go to bed? And it's like, yeah, we're going to bed. And then I go to sleep and I crash for three hours. So um, definitely improving over the COVID. I um, went to the next step with my bedding. As I mentioned before, you know, the sheets were like a like a soaked, sweaty mess. Uh, and I threw them away. I thought, there's no way I can clean those. They're just full. And then I remembered the Velveteen Rabbit. Um, and, you know, the, you know the, the kid had smallpox, I guess or something, you know, something bad, and they burned the sheets, right? And the little bunny hopped off, and that's how he became real. And I thought, you know, I think I need to get rid of my pillows, and I think I need to get rid of my mattress pad, too. So I just did a Bed Bath & Beyond, ordered a new mattress pad, ordered new pillows, threw away the old ones, and so I am uh, fresh bedding, you know, fresh bedding. So it's all good, Um but it was definitely like, well, whatever's in there, I don't know that I'm going to be able to wash it out. So I'm just getting rid of stuff. And I think that's what we all need to do, get rid of it. You look at it and you go, nope, not working for me. Um, <clears throat> so the week ahead, uh, we have Mars go past his, his – he's been being – you know, he's been forming a square with the COVID clump with Athena and then Jupiter and then Pluto. And on Monday he goes past his square uh, to – past his square to Saturn. And then we're off and running. Um, the other thing that happens, and it he, and he goes forward until he stops, which is uh, he's stopping on September 9th and then going backwards for until November 13th. So it's a forward full steam ahead. Um, very prominent in the sky. We talked last week about the Grand Trine and Fire and that really beautiful new moon um, in fire, in Sun, Moon, Mercury, and then the Trine to Mars, and, of course, the North Node. I'm sorry, the south node in Leo or in Sagittarius forming a grand trine in fire. And we also saw the Venus Uranus. Uranus, of course, is uh, lightning. And so thoughts and prayers are with our uh, family members out on, uh, family members, friends, and fellow citizens out on the West Coast where we are having lots and lots of fire. Um, you know, the ancients would talk about too much, too much. So while that Leo moon last week was really very passionate, the electric strikes that, you, you know, that there were pictures of, these electricity thunderstorms from above coming down and zapping the earth and then catching everything on fire, um, that is a grand trine in fire. You know, too much fire and with Mars and Aries kind of out of control. So hopefully they get, you know, they're getting calling in reinforcements and they'll get more people in. But in the meantime, many of our fellow citizens and our fellow animal friends um, are uh, are dying in the fire or losing everything. Um, so thoughts and prayers to them. And, uh, you know, astrology is helpful in some ways, but in other ways, you know, there's there's a hard part to it, too, because, you see, and it, you know, I remember thinking, boy, there's a lot of fire in the sky. And then, boom, those lightning strikes. 
The other thing we have uh, is a lot of water in the sky. So we have two we have two hurricanes coming um, from the south uh, in the Gulf, and I think all of us, you know, I mean, I'm I'm a firm believer in prayer. You know, I as I was working with my COVID thing and knowing people were praying for me, it was like you, you can really feel the energy. I think we all need to take a little time this week to pray to Mother Earth and say to her. Uh, we hear you. We're on it. You know, can you can you cut the fire a little? Can you cut the water a little? Uh, can you kind of calm down? We're we're paying attention, Mom. Uh, we're going to work with you. We will. We will. I think all of us uh, concertedly speaking to this energy. The other thing is, of course, because it is a lot of fire, you may find you're a little fired up. Um, you're a little more passionate than normal, uh, what you normally think. Remember, everybody until January 7th, it has Mars and Aries somewhere in their chart. So there's some part of your chart that's a little bit on fire, uh, hopefully not as bad as California, but it is passionate and it's feeling it and it's needing to step forward and say, hey, I am. Mars and Aries is I am, I want, I'm after. And so as he goes past his limitation on Saturday, on uh, his limitation to Saturn on Monday, we're going to really see Mars step forward. Of course, we do have the the RNC, the Republican National Convention, this week. As Mars gets past his um, his block from Saturn, so I think one of the things, you know, like I was on Facebook and some people were like, "Are you going to watch it? You're not going to watch it? I can't watch it." Blah blah blah. blah. I think one of the things that we forget uh, is that um, we we have to. Uh, step forward in our own charts way whatever our chart says is important to us and with Mars and Aries we have to fight for it I was young and I had a good in college I had a good friend named Jim Vendries and he you know would talk about things you know and at one point it was a recent reunion recent college reunion because I go Bonaventure you know you bond with your friends forever and um I'd gone to the reunion, and we were talking about, you know, kind of the state of the world, because that's what we used to talk about when we were in college, right, <laughs> which was a long time ago, 72 to 76. And and I said something to him, well, you know, but, but because I'm not leaving. I'm not leaving. I'm fighting. I'm fighting for my country. I'm fighting for what I believe in. And Mars and Aries is our opportunity to fight for what we believe in. Now, what's going to happen this week with Mercury? Of course, Mercury rules the post office. Um, but Mercury forms a hammer of Thor. And next week, the sun is going to form a hammer of Thor, right? So Mercury going into Virgo is going to form a hammer of Thor with the COVID clump and with newly freed Mars and Aries. So, you know, we've had all this post office stuff going on this last weekend, this last week, you know, the dead chickens, you know, the chickens arriving dead. I never realized they shipped animals live through the mail. Now I'm a little skewed out. Like the crickets, apparently they get sent through the mail. I'm like, you mean if it got routed wrong, I could have a cricket in my mail? You know, (laughs) whatever. But at any rate, the chickens are dying, you know, dead before they get there, right? Well, the guy was like, yeah, well, I'm not fixing anything. Well, God bless you know, God bless Washington. Apparently, they reassembled their sorting machine. You know, the machines are there. Just go reassemble them. It's an act of citizenship. It's an act of saying, hey, the mail must go through. You told me to unassemble it. I'm putting it back. Can't stop me. 
I think we need to recognize that all of us have an action plan that we're supposed to be taking. And let me tell you, this week you're going to figure it out because Mercury is going to go through this and form a hammer of Thor. Now let's talk a little bit about hammers of Thor. I love them, kind of, sort of. Um, <laughs> I love them when they're working for me, not so much when they're working against me because they're smiters. You know, Thor had this hammer. And I remember learning about it from my friend David Tavelin, who's a really good astrologer here in New York. He's a little bit of a curmudgeon, got a lot of Scorpio in his chart. He's like, Anne, it's like a fist of God. It's not a hammer, it's a fist. And I'm like, ooh, David, that sounds a little harsh. He goes, it's harsh, it's harsh. But it also is a hammer. And what Thor used to do is he would dispatch the hammer, would knock off the top of mountains, and smite them. And then it would come back to uh, come back to the castle and hang out and play music and make gold jewelry and whatever. And then when someone walked in that the hammer didn't like, it would growl. Now Mercury and Virgo, this is you know you know how like pets and animals or kids you know like people, right? People with you know, I mean every president we've had has had a dog, except this guy, right? Um, dogs and kids, Virgo like like things, so or not. So anyway, the hammer of Thor is in Mercury this week. Uh, Mercury is the handle of the hammer, and he's swinging it with the COVID clump and Mars. So this is a very mighty hammer. The good news is it smites things. The bad news is it smites things. You want to look at where Virgo is in your chart uh, because that's where the handle is activated, right? In my case, it's in the seventh house. So I'm saying to you, hey, you guys, you know, you're all going to be asked to smite something. As my, as my listeners, you know, you're going to be asked to take action about something. And then next week, when the sun goes through the hammer of Thor, we're going to see the results of our actions. So it's very important for you to pay attention to where you're called, your attention is called this week, where you're asked to take action in the same way that the post office people took action out in Seattle or out in Washington State. I don't know quite what city, but they were like, hell, we're just going to reassemble the machines. What are you going to do about it? It's mercury. It's protest. It's common sense. It's looking at it and saying, well, okay, let me understand how this works. Mercury in Virgo is, is its favorite place. Sun is in Virgo, too. So sun in Virgo is what's inspiring you to kind of make the to-do list, to make the list of things you want to do and get accomplished. But the Mercury going in to form this hammer of Thor, uh, you're going to really see some stuff this week. It's real important for you to pay attention. And whatever you see, uh, and if you have to smite something, you know, you smite it, and you go, you know, I can't do that, right? Um, I know in my case, you know, I've been I've been having this fluctuating energy post-COVID, and I'm, I'm very aware of, you know, people spend a couple hundred bucks for an astrology reading. I want to make sure I do a good job. And if I don't have the energy, I worry I'm not going to do a good job. And normally I just do the reading and, you know, thank them and hang up. But lately I've been saying, so are you, were you happy with the reading? <laughs> because I'm, I'm, I'm thinking I'm doing a good job, but I want to make sure, right? So it, it's understanding there's a little more self-doubt too. And that's okay. And then once the self-doubt happens, there's an awareness and because Mercury in Virgo is going to be wielding this hammer, it's going to be saying these are the details that you need to pay attention to. And then next week the sun comes through and wields the hammer. 
these are very important and potent times. Remember, the United States was founded with the Virgo constellation as its guide. I have an article on my website that talks about the founding of the country. It was founded under the Masonic principles. They laid the city of Washington in the shape of the Virgo constellation. Kamala Harris happens to have a lot of Virgo in her chart. Um, But we also have, you know, Virgo is the sign of service. It's the sign of harvest. It's the sign of the people. It's the sign of taking care of people. It's, of course, Mercury rules male. (laughs) Expect there to be more fights about the male this week. Um, but understanding that what we're, we're being asked to apply here in our own personal lives as well as in the world around us is a practical common sense. Mercury in Virgo is very common sense. It looks at the tomatoes. It goes, are they ripe? Yes. Okay, great. No, they're not quite ripe. Let's leave them on the vine a little bit more. Oh, they're a little overripe. Why don't we cook them up and make sure we eat them today? And I always tell the story of the farmer's market I go to where the woman is a Virgo. I really like her. She's great. And I sat and brought over my vegetables to pay, and she took this tomato, and she goes, you can't have this one. And I'm like, I want that tomato. She goes, no, 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 it's, like, too ripe. I said, I'm going to eat it. She goes, no, no. She said, it's, like, bad. You know, it's going to go bad. I said, well, I'm gonna she said, are you going to eat it today? I said, yeah, I'm going to go home and eat it for lunch. She goes, okay, I'll let you have it. And she gave me back the tomato, right? And I'm like, who who doesn't let you buy something because it's too ripe, right? But that's what a Virgo does, you know. So you want to watch for this energy up this week, you know, where there's things that kind of, you know, you get talked to about or you get mentioned. So earlier this week I had a um, an energy around how we move forward in terms of what are we doing. So this energy is really very much about paying attention to how we get there and what we do. And your job is to pay attention to how we get there and what we do and how we do it. And that's the Mercury forming the Hammer of Thor. It's a very effective energy. Next week you'll be able to use it. The week after this you'll be able to use it in a clear way. But the Mercury forming that hard aspect with with the COVID clump and with Mars, we're going to really see some stuff come to light. So it's real important for us to all pay attention to what that is. Now, the week ahead, um, we are right now, the moon is in Scorpio, um, which is uh, pretty potent. Um, And so the Scorpio moon is today and tomorrow, and it goes void at 227 on Tuesday with a lovely sextile to Saturn. If you did not have a chance, because of the busyness of the week, to do your your new moon ritual this week, you can still do it today, tomorrow, with that Scorpio moon with a great closing aspect of a sextile to Saturn. The moon is void on the middle of the night, goes into Sagittarius at 8.49 a.m. on Tuesday, and on Tuesday and Wednesday and Thursday until 8 in the morning, it's in Sagittarius. These are all East Coast times. Again, moon trine Mars, very productive moon, Scorpio and Sag. And then it goes into Capricorn at 1.37 p.m., on Thursday the 27th, that's a hard moon. That's Thursday the 27th, the 28th, and it goes void at 3.31 p.m. with a square to Mars. Um, So Thursday, Friday, tough, not easy aspects, moon and Capricorn forming aspects to the COVID clump and also having a fight with Mars. Then the weekend, 
the moon goes void at uh, 3.31 p.m. by Remo on the 29th with a square to Mars, and then it's void uh, in the afternoon on Saturday the 29th until it goes into Aquarius at 8.37 p.m. Uh, Saturday night, and then it's in Aquarius Saturday, Sunday, Monday, uh, the 31st, and it uh, goes void at 12.56 a.m. with the sextile to Mars on Tuesday morning. So the weekend, uh, you know, the uh, Thursday, Friday are the tough days this week, and most of Saturday, and then Sunday is much more relieved, a lot of positive energy. Um, the finger of Thor that we were, or the hammer of Thor that we were talking about with Mercury, um, he is really forming um, as of the 23rd today, because Mercury is in a hard aspect to Pluto. And then he's going to be in a hard aspect to Saturn on the 25th. And the 25th, he's going to be also in a hard aspect to Mars. So we're going to look at the 25th as a real, that's really the big day. You know, that night, actually, between 7.11 p.m. and 11.48 p.m. That's when the hammer's really active. But we're going to feel it coming in this week. Um, Sun this week is running from 2 Virgo to 9 Virgo. And it doesn't. Uh, it it kind of starts a little bit of the hammer, uh, but it doesn't really activate it until next week. But it does have a hard aspect to Jupiter on the 25th, which is sesquiquadrate. And Hammer of Thor is formed by two planets sesquiquadrate, other planets that are square to each other. Excuse me. So we know that the Mars is square the Saturn, Pluto, uh, Athena, Jupiter, right? And um, Mercury now is forming a handle to harness that square and have us take action and cosmic cosmic approach. Sun going from 2 Virgo to 10 Virgo gives us a very strong energy, and the sun is sesquiquadrate Jupiter on the 25th. It is sesquiquadrate Pluto on the 30th, and it is sesquiquadrate Eris on the 1st. So the hammer is right early next week for the sun. But for Mercury... It's sesquiquadrate Pluto today, the 23rd, and then it's sesquiquadrate Eris, the 24th, and then it's sesquiquadrate Saturn, the 25th, and then sesquiquadrate Mars, the 25th, too. So that's when the hammer's perfected. So kind of think of it as Mercury loads up and then go. And I encourage you to go Google images of Hammer of Thor. There's a... There's a really cute little, um, now it's some kind of penis drug, you know, to make your penis work. But there's a lot of really good images of these fiery, flaming hammers. And I think that, you know, knowing that that energy is out there, it's really important for all of us to be aware of how we want to harness it, work with it, stabilize it, work with it positively in our life. You know, because Thor won. He won a lot. He was swinging that hammer. So as he does it now with Mercury with words, next week he does it with the sun, uh, which is illumination and seeing things. So it's really important for us to pay attention and to understand that that Washington laid out in the shape of the Virgo constellation, Mercury and the sun are very active in there right now. Um, You know, Pentagon was laid on September 11th, the cornerstone. A lot of the cornerstones were laid in Virgo time. Because the idea was the government was to be of service to the people. And, of course, Mercury is male. So Mercury this week, so I mentioned the sun goes, I know I'm a little unorganized, I apologize. The sun goes from 2 Virgo to 9 Virgo. 
um, and it kind of activates those hard energies. Helps us see things too. Helps us understand stuff. But the hammer for uh, the hammer for the sun does not take place until next week, the, the second and the third of September. Mercury is running from 6 Virgo to 23 Virgo. He's moving pretty quickly. He's zipping along. And, of course, he does have these aspects to the hammer. He also has, you know, because he's in Virgo, he's also working productively with Uranus, which is a creative energy. He's also working productively with Athena uh, because they have a trine, and Mercury is going to work productively with the things he can trine as he gets into them before he does the arguing, and then he also is going to try and Jupiter, um, and he's going to work hard with, you know, how we set that up. So even though he's having arguments initially in the week, he then goes, okay, now that I smited you, now that we're clear, now that you came in and I don't like you, um, and I've told you so, now what are we going to do about it? So it's a very proactive energy once the smiting is over. That's probably the best way. A lot of times, this whenever the, there's fingers of God, or hammers of Thor, rather, in the sky, we see uh, big changes. There's also a hard rectangle. A hard rectangle indicates, you know, structurally we're going to be looking at some major changes and understanding how we want to work with them. Um, and it'll be hard. It's not, not an easy week on Earth, but it is illuminative. Mercury and Virgo, very good at looking at that tomato and saying it's too ripe. She wouldn't let me have it. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to eat it for lunch. She's like, you promise? I said, yes, all right, you can have it. I'm like, wow, you're guarding, guarding the tomato against me. But it's that kind of energy, right? So a lot of people are going to be in the mood to tell you what they think you should do or not do. Um, it's it's pretty bossy week. Mercury and the sun are close to each other. They're what we call combust, so people think they're right. So I went out the other day to throw away some garbage, and my neighbor came out, and she complained to me about how I threw away the garbage. And I kind of looked at her, and I went, what? And she goes, you know, you throw away the garbage, and you're very noisy. <laughs> I'm like, I've been throwing away garbage down this chute for 41 years. And sometimes the stuff gets stuck, right? It gets stuck, and I have to kind of bang it and push it, but apparently... I've been throwing the garbage a long way. I can do it in another way. And I'm I'm kind of like, I can't believe you're telling me how I should throw up my garbage. But I'm like, all right, you know, I'm I, it's Mercury combust the sun. I'm not going to argue with you because clearly you want me to throw my garbage away a different way. Um, and I'm kind of like, get earplugs. <laughs> you know, like it's garbage. Mercury, hammer of Thor, guys, hammer of Thor, right? So uh, you want to kind of know that that kind of stuff is going to be going on. People think they're right. Mercury combusts the sun. Um, And you want to kind of look at them and go, okay, you think you're right about that. Got it. Are you? Do you agree? If you don't, you take action. Don't argue with them. Take action. Take action. Take action. Take action. That's how we do it. That's how we do it. We do like Washington. We reassemble the sorting machine. We give it. We we put it back together. Um, so Mercury this week very active, stimulating everything in your chart between six and twenty-three, making you see things, positive aspects at the end of the week because he trines the Jupiter and he trines the Pluto. <coughs> Hammer of Thor at the beginning of the week because he smashes them open. Venus this week is in Cancer, too. She also has a dance with the COVID clump. She's talking to Jupiter. She's arguing with Jupiter. She's arguing with Pluto. And she's arguing with Eris. Um, And that's going to be on the 30th 30th and the 31st. 
but and she's going from 17 cancer through 24 cancer, so she's in that clump. But she's in water, so she's sensitive, she's emotional, she's feeling things, and as the moon shifts, it's going to be in Scorpio at the beginning of the week, it's going to be in Sag on Wednesday, Thursday, and then it's going to be in Capricorn on Friday, Saturday, and then it goes into Aquarius on Sunday. As the moon shifts, Venus moods shift, and she gets more or less cooperative depending on how she's feeling, but she is having some arguments and some power struggles and some clarity. She also has a lovely quintile to Uranus, which allows her to be very creative on the 30th, so kind of watch what happens. As I mentioned before, Mars finishes his, he's gone through the COVID clump. He has the last one with Saturn tomorrow, the 24th, at uh, 219, and then he is set free. Then, on the 26th, Mars has a lovely aspect to the nodes of fate. Remember, he's in fire, so hopefully that'll be when we see um, California kind of calm down a little bit with its fires, and the aspect of Mars to the node is very, very proactive. Okay, this is what we're going to do and how we're going to take action and get it done. A lot of marriages and relationships blowing up on the 28th with Pluto coming to square Juno, the planet of partnership, or uh, Chiron in conjunct, um, Chiron, I'm sorry, is in a, a quindicile with Juno where you see the woundedness of partner and you understand what they're wounded about, and that either makes you more compassionate or you kind of go, you know what, I don't know that I want to deal with this. We also have Sedna. I don't talk about her a lot, but she stations on the 29th, so that's going to be when the hurricane, Sedna is an ocean goddess. That's going to be when the hurricanes hit. Uh, There's two of them now in the Gulf that are both heading towards Texas, I believe. Um, And obviously they're hanging out with islands right now. That'll be when the hurricanes hit. So, um, because Sedna stationing uh, is often ocean energy. Or we have a big ocean story. Uh, It can also be that. You know, there's been a lot of reporting about how much water has melted off of Greenland, I think. Uh, Fresh water melting. And also there's that town uh, in the Swiss Alps that's the southern part near Italy that they had to evacuate because the glacier is melting, you know, so it's a watery movement, movement of water, big movement of big water, and that's going to be on the 29th. So we feel it the day or two before, the day or two after. So it's a busy week. Um, And I guess when I see weeks like this, I'm always encouraging folks to, Look and decide if you want to fight or argue with about the situation. Like with my neighbor, I just kind of looked at her and I went, what? (laughs) And then I went, I've been sick. (laughs) Not that that explains how I throw away my garbage. And then I came in and I thought about it and I thought, you know, I've lived in this building for 41 years and I've thrown garbage out the same way for 41 years. Maybe it's time for me to figure out how to throw out garbage better. And usually what happens is I get these big bags of garbage and then I, um, and I carry them out, and then they get stuck in the chute. Kathy Crandall, when she was over, when I was really sick with COVID, she said, you know, your, gro- your, your garbage chute kind of freaks me out a little. I'm like, really? You know, it's been my garbage chute for 41 years, so I'm used to it. So maybe I should throw away smaller clumps of garbage and, you know, be, you know, not throw away garbage at 8.30 in the morning when I'm awake. <laughs> It's understanding, and then and then the other part is like going, I've been throwing away garbage for 41 years, and you're telling me how to throw away my garbage? It's that kind of week, folks. 
And I know that's kind of a mundane, silly little example, but you want to kind of think about, like, okay, well, clearly she has a, you know, she felt compelled to talk to me about how I threw away my garbage, that I was a little noisy when I did it. Um, and she is a very sensitive sleeper, so. And she sleeps at weird hours, but she's a very nice person, and I like her as a neighbor. So I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna argue with her. But I just was, I just, I didn't know what to say, right? And so in that case, you know, somebody says something, you kind of go, okay, let me think about it, and go, go and think about it, and figure out what you want to say or do, if anything, um, about it. <laughs> and maybe you don't want to do anything, and maybe you do, because it is a hammer of Thor. You know, maybe you want to go and throw the garbage away even more noisy. Or maybe you go, you know, I probably could throw away smaller bags of garbage sooner, and then it wouldn't be as noisy and it wouldn't get stuck. You know, it's it's very literal. This The world is so literal, and we really want to watch how it works. And for all of our friends and partners and family members and people who live in California who are currently on fire um, recognize we all have the fire somewhere in our chart. They happen to have it in their houses, but we all have this passion running somewhere inside of us, a little out-of-control fire. I mean, Shirley's been my neighbor probably 10 years. First time she ever said anything to me about how I threw about my garbage, but probably been thinking of things for 10 years about it, right? So you may find, you know, you're done, or you need to say something, or you have just had it. And that's okay. That's the energy of this week. But I would encourage you to use that hammer of Thor to take positive action to solve the situation. It is Mercury and Virgo. Mercury and Virgo is so good at coming up with other solutions. So throw the garbage out a little sooner, and a little less full bags. I use those big trash bags. No wonder they get stuck. Maybe I should use a smaller bag. You know, you get the idea. Or maybe I'll just keep throwing it out the way I've done it for 41 years and the hell with things. That's the energy of the week, and you're all going to be working with it in all different ways, and you want to watch where the Mercury in Virgo is in your chart, where the Virgo is, because that's where you're going to be asked or approached, and then you're going to have to figure out how you want to take action, Mars, and maybe change the structure of your life. COVID clump. Remember, it's changing the structure of our life. It's changing everything. And on that note, I'm going to sign off and wish you all a great week and my energy sustained, which was good. Um, and I think I kept it together. Last week, somebody commented that I said something about April. That was the Uranus station when Uranus entered its shadow. Um, so that's what that was. You know, I wasn't, I wasn't wrong. I just didn't clarify it. And I do find my brain is working pretty well most of the time. So if I made any mistakes on this, definitely let me know. But it's a forward motion, full steam ahead. We're working on it kind of week and you are you're all going to have a hammer somewhere in your chart so let's see what let's see what happens let's see where the smiting begins i love smiting and i love david calling it's a fist of god as opposed to a hammer of thor it's a little scarier to my mind you know i don't really want god smacking me with his fist i'd just as soon he'd say can we maybe change this or i'm going to smite you and on that note, wishing you all a great week. Take care, Ann Ortley. Bye. Signing off from the Bright Red Desk.